Welcome to the Marketing in the Wild podcast. I'm Julia from Stratus Creative Marketing, where we are obsessed with finding real-life examples of the good, the bad, and sometimes wild in marketing. to welcome my good and longtime friend Tasha Isinger to the podcast. This is a really exciting conversation for me just because this is, we haven't talked for a while, but we talk, every time we talk, it's so good. So Tasha, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Yes. Thanks for having me on, Julia. I remember when you first called me to tell me you were going to start this business and I was so excited for you. And here we are couple years later oh, and doing this crazy. together. Crazy, yeah, crazy. So It's so cool. So yes, I'm Tasha Isinger. I am the author of the Little Shot series, which is a children's picture book. And we've already published three of them and are going to be working on four more. So that's an exciting business that I have. I also have my Diary of a Dreamer podcast. And now that I know how to do it this way... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to make some adjustments. Um, Yeah, this makes it much easier to do it this way, Julia. So um, thank you for teaching me. And maybe a little bit more complicated too. Yes. (laughs) For those of you listening, it took us 10 minutes to figure out the right settings. So um, (laughs) we did it. We did it. And I'm glad that my good friend Tasha got to do that with me. Yes. (laughs) We're um, patient with each other, you know, what you do. So tell me a little bit about The Little Shot um, and how it came to be. Yes, I actually got my start in business in network marketing. And in network marketing, if you find the right company, they will do personal development and teach you all these great things. So I learned all this cool stuff. And then fast forward several years later, I had my daughter and she was only one month old. And for some reason, the quote kept coming to my head. What's a big shot? It's just a little shot that kept shooting. And I'm like, why do I keep thinking that way? (laughs) And where is that coming from? So sleep deprivation brain kicked in. (laughs) And I was like, you know, what's a big shot? What's a little shot? And this whole story came to me and I'm not even a writer. That's what's crazy about all of this is I'm just. Well, now you are. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Yeah. So now I, I guess I wasn't one. Right. And so I got the first one on paper and then it was like, these other six books came to mind and it was, it's just been a really cool process. A lot of learning and been so much fun getting it out there into kids' hands. And I can't wait for your baby someday to have it. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I really want your daughter to record herself reading it to my kid. Like that's what my dream is. So I'm just putting that out there, Tasha. (laughs) Consider it done. (laughs) And I know because you and I have known each other, we actually met at a networking meeting probably, honestly, like eight, seven or eight years ago, randomly, and we just really hit it off. And our relationship has taken a lot of different phases, I would say, like none of them bad, but for a while you did some business coaching for me, and now we talk business as friends, like, and so I just think it's really interesting because one of the things that we always talk about is the importance of mindset in business. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today and how it intersects with marketing. And so 
why? Obviously, there's a lot of things that are important in running businesses, but one of them is mindset. Why do you think it's an important one? You know, I was thinking about the fact that I could give you all the money in the world. I could give you more than 24 hours in a day. I could give you all the skill sets that you need to be successful, all the technical stuff. However, if you have a poor attitude and poor perspective, your business will never be successful long term. Mm-hmm. It's everything to me because, you know, as I was a classroom teacher for several years, and one thing I learned is attitude is everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it really is. And, you know, you can put 10 people in the same exact situation, they're all going to come away from it different, right? And so even on my team for my book series, the people that I've brought on, none of us have ever done a children's picture book before. Right. But I intentionally brought each one of them on because of their attitude. They're willing to learn. They're willing to work hard. We give each other grace. There's so many intangible things that people can innately have, you can also learn them, but ultimately skills in a lot of professions, not all, but in a lot of professions, the skills are actually easier to learn. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, I agree. And I like how you kind of almost reframe it as like um, mindset being attitude, because I think oftentimes in culture, like we hear the, especially in business culture, you hear the word mindset over and over and over again. (laughs) And you're like, well, what does that actually mean? And to break it down to being like an attitude and a perspective, I feel like is how, like really how we approach problems in essence, yeah. like, and conflict, like, cause you're right. Two people can approach the same thing from a totally different attitude, totally different perspective. And then they're also going to have two totally different results. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it could be the same skill set and same money. Everything else could be the same, mm-hmm. but they're still going to get different results. And you and I both know that business is not easy. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 <laughs> There's, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. And I even thought a picture book, mm-hmm. how hard could that be? <laughs> oh girl, it is hard work. Yeah. And so, you know, there's so much more to any business that you do than what you realize until you're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And so if you can go into it and be crystal clear on who you are as a person mm-hmm. and what you are about, it shines through in your marketing. Totally. Totally. I actually, I this I did not put in the list of questions, um, but <laughs> I, I'm curious, like I think about like your journey through the little shot, like at one point you had to switch out a good portion of your team and you've had to go through like a lot of challenges. How do you feel like your mindset has like carried you through those? Oh, that was hard. And you got to be there with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful that I had you supporting and encouraging me. That's just, Mm -hmm. that's a side note for everybody. Part of keeping a good head on your shoulders is who you surround yourself with. And so you've got to have those people that can kind of understand business as well. And so when it came down to it, during that whole situation of losing a big part of my team was really thinking about Ultimately, at the end of the day, what is my long-term focus? Mm -hmm. Because so often we get caught up in, well, right now I'm uncomfortable, so I have to make a decision that makes me feel more comfortable. 
Right. right. Right now, this is what I need. And so sometimes you do have to make those decisions right now. Mm-hmm. But when you go to sleep at night, you need to put your head down on your pillow and be able to sleep with a smile instead of feeling like you made poor choices. And mm-hmm. so everything that I decided from there on out was ultimately, what do I want long term? And then when I rebuilt my team, it was, OK, what can I learn mm-hmm. from everything I just went through? Mm-hmm. And I took time, you know, I, I walked outside, I processed and really thought things through. I like to talk to myself <laughs> because I'm an <laughs> external processor. My neighbors have to think I'm crazy because I'm walking in the backyard, backyard talking to myself. Right. But, um, and so I, I did all that and then I wrote it down. I was like, okay, so what went well with this current team, the, you know, the team that I was um, leading at the time? And where did it go poorly and how can I learn and be better? And what am I, what adjustments will I make? Because I can tell you right now, like in business, I think one of the hardest things for people going from like an employee to an employer mindset is you can't pass the buck. (laughs) You have to take full responsibility. And part of that is, yeah. Mm -hmm. And part of that's just you deciding what was my role and how can I be better so this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So I'm really thankful that uh, I look at everything from a learner's perspective mm-hmm. instead of a poor me that, you know, the victim mentality or um, focusing on that. That's just, it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. And I would say even with that, like by looking at, at it with a learner's perspective, you were able to, like, it didn't make it any less challenging. Like, no. I, like I was no. I was witness to that. And I have also had those moments where like you have to replace people who weren't good fits or whatever. But I think that ultimately, like it didn't make it any less more, any less challenging, but it did help you um, navigate it better. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And make better choices. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're right. I mean, that was really hard. And I mean, I cried, I got angry. It was so hard that actually, and I'm a very healthy person, but I thought I might be having a heart attack right now. I mean, that's how hard it was. I was like, this isn't a panic attack. This isn't something's really wrong. Mm -hmm. And it was just because of the stress of all of it. And so it didn't take that away. But now on the other side of it, it's like, oh, like, I still feel like I did the best I could mm-hmm. in that situation and learned. And now we do have team members that are a better fit mm-hmm. and it's going much smoother mm-hmm. and it's become so much more fun totally. as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it like, should be. It's a kid's book. Yeah. It should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> should not be stressful. Um, no. Totally. And I think that with that, like your your mindset carried you through it. And then also you could find by learning from it, like you could find people who might have been a better fit for your mindset and like what you were, what you were headed towards. So exactly. Exactly. When we published the first two books during the pandemic, (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. you got to have the right people with the right attitude going through something like that, because we've all had to figure out how to, be better business people and think outside the box during everything, right? And as a picture book author, you're supposed to be in schools. Mm-hmm. 
Totally. And that's not happening. So right. we've had to figure out, okay, I got to do this instead and do. So um, that's the other thing is adaptability, I think has been a really good mindset to have as well. And the team, we're all very adaptable and we work together to figure things out. Definitely. Which like leads me, since we're in the marketing in the wild podcast, we have to start <laughs> marketing at some point. Um but I think like you just gave us an excellent segue because being in the schools was part of your marketing plan. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you had that taken off the table and like you said you had to be adaptable, figure out new strategies. How do you see like mindset affecting your marketing <laughs> or, mar- or marketing in general, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I have to laugh because it's like as as a new picture book author, like speaking in schools is like 95% of your marketing. Totally. So it's like, okay. Um, so a couple of things that I think is important here again, you have to get clear on who you are, what you're about, what you stand for, take that time because all of that comes through in your marketing, mm-hmm. whether it's your social media posts, right. which I'm not good at. <laughs> Unfortunately, but I'm learning. And then, you know, going through even like now what I'm doing is vendor events. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn like, okay, that's not in my comfort zone. Right. So I've, I walked around and I looked at the booth. I'm like, what makes it eye appealing? What's making people stop? Where Mm -hmm. are people saying that you need to be right? Mm -hmm. Like, So when you think of marketing, it's like you need to figure out where are you even supposed to be, like your target market and all of that. So they were saying like, well, maybe school events and church events instead of a crafters fair. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of it is trial and error, too, with your marketing and figuring out like, okay, so right now this is what I have to do. And here again, I'm learning. So and being adaptable and flexible and Mm-hmm. So when something doesn't happen when you're marketing, right, um, and, and you have this plan in place and you're like, it was a flop, I usually say that laughter is better than crying. So <laughs> if I could laugh I about like it, like, that. well, <laughs> that didn't go as planned and kind of laugh about mm-hmm. it and be like, okay, just when I thought it couldn't get worse, it did. Surprise. Right. Um, and then here again, and I teach this in my first book, Courage, because it's that important. You ask yourself, what? Did I do well? How can I improve? Well, and I think that really for around marketing, you kind of need to have this like resilient mindset, just like you've already mm-hmm. said, like you're, you're going to try things. It might work. It might not work. And there's tons of different factors that go into it. Like I yeah. tell a lot of our clients, marketing is half art, half science, because something that might work for somebody else might work for you and might not. And there could be so many different contributing factors. That in some respects, like we could try something and it works fabulously, or we have to like play around with some different titles for ads or different audiences. And so you're right. You have to know who you are, who you're trying to reach. And then also you have to like stick with it. Um, Yeah. I think that's really important. I agree. Well, and there was, um, it was great at this particular event because there was another author there. And yeah, so that was really cool. And I actually, when my older daughter was a baby, we were gifted this woman's book. No way. So I already knew the book. So yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool. Um, 
to connect with her. But also what was interesting is because we were the only two authors, I was able to see what she was doing. And I, you know, I love what your podcast is all about because it's bringing awareness to different ways of marketing and what's working and what's not. And I will say like what she's doing works for her. Mm-hmm. but it would never in a hundred million years work for me <laughs> because it doesn't fit my personality. Totally. It goes against the story brand mm-hmm. model of, mm-hmm. of what they teach. And I really love, love story brand and what their philosophy is and approach. Mm-hmm. And so when I, I watched, I was like, well, this stuff is good. And I like what she's doing there. So when you're all paying attention to marketing and what other people are doing, grab what you like but mm-hmm. always know who you are and what is important to you because eventually time reveals all truth. And if you're not being truthful with yourself, it will eventually show up and you could lose your clients. You could lose your target audience just because um, you were trying something that maybe was trendy or that you thought would work and right. you stuck with it and kept pushing it. And it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I totally agree. Um, so I would love to hear, like, if you met somebody, which I know you have, and I know you would give them advice because you love people. Um, if you (laughs) do love people (laughs) who was struggling with their mindset around their business or their marketing, what like encouragement would you give them? Yeah, I think, and I'm an ambivert, so I'm not super introverted by any (laughs) means. So keep that in mind when I share this. I do think that there's a lot to gain from taking some quiet time for yourself to process. Mm. And I'm saying that, you know, as a mom of an infant and a six and a half year old, and we're very, we got a very full schedule, Mm -hmm. but you can really maximize your time by just walking around or Um, just take some time to think through what is it that you want most in your life Mm -hmm. and your decisions need to align with that. And then if it comes down to like skills and strategy, like with marketing and things like that, then you need to find somebody who you can consult with. Mm -hmm. You know, Julia, I love what your company does. It's Mm -hmm. such a high quality company. Mm -hmm. And you need to find somebody that you like what they're doing, even like a, from a mentorship standpoint, find mm-hmm. a successful business person and ask them like, Hey, can we go out to lunch? I just want to ask you some questions. So far, anybody that I've asked that to, they've always said yes. And what you're going to find is a lot of your struggles. It's very common. What's mm-hmm. uncommon is continuing to persevere and mm-hmm be resilient and figure out how can I still make this work? And so sometimes you do have to talk with somebody that can understand business. I know sometimes you come to me, Julia, you're like, I just want to tell somebody that gets business. And I'm like, I know. that's amazing. Right. Yeah. And it just, it helps having, mm-hmm. you know, that person. Totally. I was just at a Bible study last night and the questions that we were asked at the end was, who are you? Uh, where are you going? And what do you want? And I mm. think that those are like, and you mentioned what do you want as one of them. So that's how this like came to mind. But I think that those are questions that have been coming up over the past 20 minutes that really help you determine like what your mindset is going to be. Because yeah. if you decide, okay, who am I? 
and you fall into this like poor me mentality, then your mindset isn't going to carry you through those challenges. Like, and if you decide like where you're going, but it's like where you're going and what you want might be totally different. (laughs) So like (laughs) at that point, you really have to do some soul searching. And I think that that's really important when you're creating, when you're setting up your mindset or training your mindset, because if your direction is not in the same direction as what you want, like your mindset is going to be less perseverant and less resilient, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, I agree. And if you have those things like super clear, like I think about Tasha, like I, one of the things that I admire about you is that you have been through a billion challenges (laughs) with this like (laughs) I remember you telling me about the little shot like five years ago and you have persevered through it and I think that's because it's been very like your vision is clear and if that vision which I'm sure there have been moments where you're like what the heck am I doing (laughs) but like and we all have those but like because your vision is clear your mindset is going to stick with it. Like it's not going to detract you from it. So well, I appreciate that. And if, if you really want me to be totally honest with everybody, yeah, there was, there was a moment, a very long day where I thought maybe I should throw in the towel. Maybe God is like, you're not supposed to be doing this and you keep pushing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just not that good. Or maybe maybe. So this is what we do, right? We start rationalizing things. Mm -hmm. And I really thought maybe I was supposed to come up with this idea so that my daughter if someday when she's grown up and she wants to turn it into a book, I can give it to her. And then I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm trying to take the easy way out. Mm -hmm. And my first book is about being courageous. And leading from your heart. I know. I was like, so I'm going to be a coward instead of uh, I define courage as leading from your heart, despite your fear. Mm-hmm. And so in, I'm going to make her go through all these terrible things and encourage her and say, you can do it, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like to think of like, you just go look in the mirror and, you know, look at yourself and say, okay, you've got to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. And so. Yeah. I've had those moments too, where I like, after a long day of work, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is a terrible idea. Or am I making my life worse? But I also have a vision of what I want my life to look like. And I think that Mm -hmm. because I have people in my life like you or Roger who can like remind me like, hey, I know this is a bad day, but like, (laughs) this is what your vision is. The moment that we have those people to remind us like what our vision is, I think that that helps us stay on the path because I think like the idea of having like a mindset that is 100% positive all the time, like, I think that's (laughs) silly. Like, that's never going to happen. Like, we're going to have bad days. Um, But like, what are we doing with those bad days? And like, are those helping propel us forward or are they pulling us back? And so, right. Well, that's that's so true. Cause like when our attitude is low, it's our perspective Mm -hmm. that can bring us back up. So they kind of go hand in hand of like, you know, if your perspective is I can get better, I can improve, I can learn Mm -hmm. um, instead of, well, let's throw in the towel. Well, Mm -hmm. 
you know, then your attitude that's already low and your perspective matches it, you're just going to, you're probably going to quit, you know, or take it out on people or do something that you won't be proud of. And so, um, you know, I think also, like you said, talking to somebody who can be encouraging or even just like shut it down and listen to some fun music and jump around and dance and be silly or ask yourself, like, like, have, give your brain a break too. Like yes. you need to like sit and watch the British baking show. Like nobody's going to be <laughs> mad at you. Like no. <laughs> if, you're, no. if you need to give like your brain, like a mental break. Like I think we have these, like there's wonderful authors out there talking about mindset and like, like personal development. And I think all of those are really, really good. Like you and I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. But one thing that we don't give ourselves permission for is to take a break. <laughs> like and that's okay so yeah yeah it shouldn't be a badge badge of honor to run yourself into the ground right exactly and I think when we do to give ourselves a break then we come back stronger afterwards so Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what as a mom one of the things I have learned for sure yesterday for example I it took me all day to get done what normally would have taken me 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, and at the end of the day, I was like, are you kidding me? It took me all day. Right. And so when we run ourselves ragged, so that's just an example, you know, as a mom, but like, if you're not a mom or a parent, you know, if you're running yourself ragged, your brain is not operating on all cylinders. So what Mm -hmm. you could normally get done in a half an hour to an hour and have creative energy, it could take you all day. And because you won't give yourself permission to take a break, you're running on fumes. Mm -hmm. So I've also looked at it from the perspective of, you know, I could force myself to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to give myself the day or the afternoon to just chill out because I know when I'm on my A game, I can crank this out really fast. Totally. And I think that's like really good for efficiency. I swear yeah. I could just talk to you forever. And like, this is like the problem. <laughs> everybody like, I'm um, whenever talking <laughs> to talk, it's like usually for an hour or two hours, but we won't, make you sit, we won't make you sit through that. I feel like some things that I would say, like our takeaways for me are like mindset is really, if you break mindset down, it's about attitude and perspective. Like, And those two things are what really determine our mindset. I think another thing is that when it comes to marketing and business, there may be moments that you're like, what, what the heck am I doing? And that's okay. (laughs) Like, um, I think we can give you permission. We can give all of us permission to have those moments and to realize that sometimes it requires adaptability and that should be a really, really big piece of your mindset is to be adaptable because not everything will work right away. And then the last one is that if you need to take a nap, go take a nap. Like nobody's going to give you like (laughs) a a badge of honor for working really hard and running yourself ragged because that's probably not part of your vision. So yeah. Do you have any takeaways that you would say? Oh my goodness. Well, I agree with you. I could talk to you like all day, (laughs) um, which means we do need to see each other someday in person (laughs) and be able to visit. Um, Yes. I just think that really my big takeaway just from your podcast in general, and it's, it's something that just from you doing this, it's already got me thinking as I'm out and about, I am being much more aware of how people are marketing 
and what is working and what's drawing me in and why did that draw me in and why isn't it drawing me in? And is that the type of message that best serves the business? And so I just appreciate you doing this in general because it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Um, So Tasha, I know how to reach you. I have Tasha's (laughs) personal cell phone number, which we will not give out on this podcast. But um, (laughs) Tasha, if somebody wanted to connect with you and learn about the little shot and all of your other work, what could they do? Like how should they reach you? Well, thank you. So my website is under construction. I still haven't finished it yet, but mm-hmm. the little shot.com would be one place. And then on Facebook is probably the best place. I'm Tasha Harper Isinger. And my last name is E-I. So Isinger, E-I-Z-I-N-G-E-R. Mm-hmm. Feel free to send me a friend request or send me a message. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the lingo. Is it called a message? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can call it a message. Um, okay, good. I send her a friend request and um, just tell her how you heard about her. Um, so yeah. that she doesn't think you're a weirdo who's just yes. Her. Um, yeah. <laughs> but for sure, Tasha, I am so glad that you were on this podcast today and that you're willing to speak to everybody and also just speak to me. I just really appreciate your friendship and who you are. So thank you. Thank you so much. The feelings mutual. Love oh, you, girl. I love you too. Thanks for tuning into this week's podcast episode. I'm so glad that you have. If you've enjoyed it as much as we have, I just ask you to subscribe so you know each time we have a new episode coming out. If you loved our podcast and want to give us a rating or a review, I promise we will read each and every one of them. We're going to be so excited when we get those first few reviews. A special shout out to our friend, Carson Childers, who is producing our podcast. We really appreciate him and all the hard work that he's done for us. Also, thanks to the Stratos team. They have been behind the scenes doing all of the graphic design, brainstorming, etc., etc. Really, this wouldn't be possible without them. I'm thankful for each and every one of you guys. Lastly, listener, we'll be back next week, and I hope you will be too.